Hello and welcome. You're listening to SOAS Radio. This is Mia speaking and we have a special guest in the studio today, Dr. Ali Mahdi, the Sudanese theatre director. Welcome and hello. hello. How are you? How are you? Good. Good. I'm very well. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, so a little bit of background maybe mm -hmm. to your work. So you are the director of the Al Bougar Theatre in Khartoum. Yes. Um, you're the national director of SOS Children and the director of the Center for Peace in Conflict Zones yes. in Darfur. Yes. Many titles, oh, and yeah. um, I hope you'll tell us a bit more about your work. Yeah. Um, you've also been awarded the UNESCO Prize for your work with child soldiers and refugees in yes. Sudan yes. and the UNESCO Arab Culture Prize for the promotion of dialogue between Arabic culture and cultures of the world. Yes. So, yeah, maybe we start a little bit about your everyday work as, yeah. a, as the theatre company director. Can you tell me a little yeah. bit about that? Well, uh, first, uh, I would like to thank you and thank the, the university and the centre for their invitation. So this is uh, important to, to mention this at the beginning. I'm an actor, mainly. This is my professional actor. And also I'm a director. But, you know, in, uh, in my country, uh, as an artist, you need to have uh, your own private sector work. And this is what I start while I graduated from the uh, Faculty of Music and Drama at the University of Sudan and Technology. That was a long time ago. But uh, first, I established my company, National Theatre. But it's not the governmental National Theatre, it's a private sector National Theatre. In 1994, I start uh, the Buga. Buga means the holy place. It is the, one of the three cities of Khartoum, the Omdurman. So, uh, and also it, it have another meaning besides that the spotlight is also. So we, we, we work like that. I joined the SOS, Children's Village, uh, from the beginning of my interest to help the poor people especially the children. And, you know, among all these difficulties and conflicts, a lot of children mm. lost their parents and they, they need uh, support. So I start doing this service uh, as an artist before as administrative or director. And I keep doing this still as a Bab Ali because I work in the south of Sudan at that time during the civil war. I work in Wow in Malakal. So I learn a lot by traveling inside country, inside Sudan, especially in the conflict zone. Now in Darfur, in the last seven years, I saw I work. My group, Al Bug'a, also, beside the performance, we do some uh, training course, we do some workshop, especially with the, uh, with the teachers in the schools, because uh, sometimes the teacher can play a good role in the peace building because the whole concept of welfare of the human is my interest for the last uh, 20 years. I, uh, I, I, I believe I, uh, I commit myself to help in peace building and to support the dialogue and to support the development and to support also the building capacity of the poor people after the war or during the war, you know. That's that. That's what I'm trying to do, actually. And how do you do that? I mean, how is theatre yeah. a tool for peace building? I, I I believe that the performance art in general can play a very important role in in these issues, 
especially the peace. And because whatever you write in the newspaper, you make lecture, whatever, without art and cultural, nobody can make the change. Always we are looking for changing the bad situation during the war or during the conflict zone and after. And I think the most important also after the peace. It's not only bringing the peace. And as you know, the artists were never involved in war. They are not uh, creating difficulties or accusing conflicts, but they find themselves in the middle of the conflicts. So they have to play a different role. I know that the art can help the people. I know, I feel it. I, I do it for the last 20 years uh, during my traveling in different places, even mm -hmm. in Africa or in Asia. I go to different places as UNESCO Artists for Peace. So I think with my art, with my acting, with my play, with the theater, if you want, uh, we can explain to the people the importance of living together, you know. And I believe in the cultural diversity. And I believe that one of the big reasons of this conflict is nobody except the others. You, you, you accept the others mean you accept his culture, his religion, whatever, whatever. And always now, for the last two years, I was keep talking about equality. We have to live in one place equal to each other. That means you accept me. I as a human, I accept you. Mm. So we can live together, whatever the difficulties, whatever, how we are different. I, I don't believe that there is a big difference between the people in everywhere mm. around the world. It's, but some people accuse all these difficulties to look different from the other. But they will never be different, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, can you maybe talk us a bit through the process of with um, Al-Bugar? You go, yeah. for example, you travel into refugee camps. Yes, yes. What happens? How do you engage yeah. people? Yeah. Well, if you allow me, I'll just tell you how this, the, the theater and conflict zone, for example, start. I used to work in, uh, in Malakal. Malakal, one of the big cities of the south of Sudan. But before, we are one country. And I keep saying we are one nation, two countries, whatever. I'm not interest in more political issues. But I used to work there and, and try to build a village for the orphanage. But during this, I realized that there is many of young boys, girls in the city. They are, normally, they came from, from, from outside the city. They are what they call them child soldiers, ex-child soldiers. And you know, when these kids they're taken to the armies or to second to the rebel groups, whatever. They are eight or ten, something like that. And they spend almost ten years. And you can imagine how they abuse their uh, life from the adults. Anyway, I find them in, in, in Malakal. I try to make a camp for them to relieve them from what is inside, you know, psychologically and take them to the school for education. But that was very difficult. They're not mm -hmm. accepted. So I start working with them in art, telling them a story. And how old were they then? So you said when they started becoming yeah. child soldiers, eight? One of my boys, uh, he was, his name is Justin. I think this is the Christian name, but his tribe name is very different. Anyway, he, he told me, uh, I joined the Rupps the, when I'm eight. Hmm. And I, when I met him, he was... 18. 
that means he spent 10 years of his life in the in, in, in the forest, in the jungle, whatever it is, from places to places, you know. He's very weak, not healthy because there is no enough food, you know. Anyway, and he never go to school. He have no idea about the city, how to deal with the civilian people. So my my interest is to bring them back, to integrate them to the civil society, which is very difficult. The school, they, they were never accepted. Mm -hmm. So I start doing this play with them. You know, I tell them a story a day by a day, and I ask them to, to act some roles in that. So they, they never accepted. Everyone, he wants to stay with his group. And they always remember how this group killing our mother. You know, they have the bad story in there. So the, you got these people together who were formerly yeah. fighting each other. Absolutely. Wow. Formerly they are fighting each other. Mm. Formerly they are from different tribes, you know. And But slowly by slowly, through the rehearsal, I, I feel they came more flexible. I find some smiles sometimes very, sh I, they, they never look at you in your eyes. Never, 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 never. They start to look at me. They start to talk to me. They start ask me when is the next story. So I get feeling that they are interested now. And you know, this is the magic of art. I call it the magic of art that when the people interesting in express themselves by art, they will feel more strong. They feel more human. And we start like that, so we, we, we have a big group of artists, and they became famous in the city, they make their performance, and I used to work, uh, my, my work is not on the stage, uh, yeah, yeah, I believe in the audience and the stage and the theater, but for the last 20 years, I, I stopped doing that, I do my play in, in, in a big yard, you know, in the camps, and this is why we take the idea of theater in conflict zone to be part of the cooperation between ITI, Germany and Sudan, ITI Theater, International Theater Institute, one of the UNESCO uh, organization. And we work together. And after that, we take all this to Nuba Mountain, where all, all the difficulty in Sudan, we take it to Darfur, especially in the camps. And it was very successful in the camps. And when we arrive, we do some workshop with the young and the children themselves, we do some games, tradition games from the tribes. We use the songs, we use the, the dance, and we became part of the tribe themselves. And you know, in the camps, there is no only one tribe. There are many tribes, but the difficulty bring them together. So they have to live together. But by performance and art, I think they are more understanding each other. Mm. because they find themselves in the circle. I used to work in a big circle where the circle have a lot of meaning that we are solidarity together. If you see yesterday in the, in the, in the workshop, always I use the, the circle as example of how to taking from each other, give and take. This is how I look to the performance. Yes. Yes. And um, then content-wise, do you talk to the children about yes. war or peace or... Yes. Course. What kind of stories do you <laughs> use? <laughs> uh, yes, that was very usually you let me remember now. You know, at the beginning, they're not accepting anything. They want to keep themselves separate from each group. So I have a, a nice lady in the market. She's, her name is Mariam. I call her Mama Mariam. She's a very old lady. 
uh, and she, I used to go to drink coffee and tea in the market in, in, in Malakal. So I tell her about the difficulty. I tell her, mom, I have a big problem. She said, what's wrong? She said, I have more than 1,000 young boys in the camps. From where you get them? I said, I, they are coming from the, from the army, from different groups. What are you do? I said, know what to do. She said, did you tell them a story? I said, no, it never come to my idea. I said, she said, no, tell them a story. And tell them, and she select a story. She starts selecting small story. The fairest one, I remember, she talk, it, it, it doesn't mention this is about peace or this is about solidarity or being together. But she tell me the story, very short story. Tell three people lost their way in the jungle, the forest, it was dark. So there is two or three road. So they are, they, one of them decide to go this road and the other two decide to go this direction and they're fighting each other. So at the end, the two going in, in, the, in, in the direction they choose and this one go this way. When they reach uh, the, the village, the one he go alone, he was eaten by or killing by uh, a lion. Mm -hmm. The two facing the same lion, but because they are two, they are killing the lion. And they reach the, the village. I tell the story to the kids. And that's all. And I don't know what they are thinking about my story, but I tell it in a nice way. I, I am an actor, so sometimes I make the voice of the lion. Oh, I make the small voice of one of these guys. So, you know, I change. It's uh, like a monodrama. Mm. So they get interested. So the next day, they ask me about a new story. So I go to Mama Miriam, she gave me a short story. So we work like that. One day I tell them, no more story. I want you to sit together. I can't, my voice is, I can't reach you. You are sitting very far. Come together. So they start coming together. So I believe the story telling, it's a little bit push them to know each other because it's, uh, it's like a TV. There is no TV, no radio. It became like a program, mm. a show, a show program. Every night we have uh, one hour, three hours. It depends on how I'm fit. So after that, they get interest. When I stop telling the story, they ask. So I tell them, can we make a play? No, we never work with this group. They are killing our father. So at the end, I tell them, the theater is one team. If you want to join us, you have to join all the people. So we start like that. So from here, I, I get the feeling of the role of theater can build a bridge mm. between different people. You can imagine those hundreds uh, or four, five hundred people, uh, young, in one place, not that big, and they can't communicate because of the background of the war. But I believe the artists, the, the only time they came together when we have a rehearsal. A workshop like what you see yesterday, we work together, we dance. I'm using their own music, their own tradition, their own dance, and their own games, you see? So we came together like that. So I feel this is the good practice. I write after that a lot of paper on, on that at the Zurich, but the practice is uh, very rich, I believe. And this is why 
we have a chance to develop those. Some of them, they became very famous. As actors? As actors, oh, yes. Really? And they joined me. They go to New York with me, to my professor, Lemama, and they go to uh, different places, from Istanbul to Paris, the last performance in Paris, and hmm. in Addis Ababa in Africa. So they are became well-known, and, well, and some of them, they go to school. Mm. and they graduated and they are now have a new life. This is a good example and a very simple example. And I think what we're doing in the camps in Darfur is like that, helping the people to have a new, a new interest in life because some of them, because of the war, they have nothing to do. And also we can use it as a building capacity. You know, the war is affect the education, the health and everything. So the theatre can play this role. Mm. So in the theatre company of uh, the actors, the Abuga, are there also people working there that formerly used to be in in the camps? Yes, 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 yes. From different places. Mm. And that's one of the good things. Some of them, we find them in the camps. Our Mm. fairest workshop in one of the camps in Darfur, and they came to Khartoum. And they came to Underman and they became part of the Buga. Yes. That's I'm great. very proud of them. Yeah, uh, you should be. <laughs> uh, uh, some of them now, they are not in the Buga. They have uh, their own companies. <laughs> but it was good. But they never forget their families and their people. They go back from time to time to, mm. to make some performance there. Great. And they came to the Buga from time to time. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Um, you talked yesterday in your workshop, um, you talked a lot about the kind of difference from what you do. Mm-hmm. You already said it a, bit, a little bit to kind of the classical Western theatre yeah. where you have a yeah. stage with actors and an yeah. audience. So yeah. can you talk a little bit more yeah. about the circle and how you um, yeah. have people participate? Yeah, I came from the same classic uh, school of theatre. I study at the university, the normal historical starting of the theater around the world, from the Greeks, Shakespeare, all these schools of theater. And I used to work on the stage with my performance. I, I remember I have a performance continuously for seven years in the same theater with a lot of audience. Every day, 1,300 audience. Wow. Yeah. And that make me happy, make me famous. It was good. But when I was in Malakal, when I'm doing my workshop or my performance in the camps, I could imagine that I can ask the people to come to the theater. Normally, the people come to the theater, paying the ticket, having a good seat, and they enjoy. If not, I'm not sure, but they came to the theater. So I said to myself, why not I take my theater to the people, not the people come to theater. So, in the camps, what can I do? I need a stage. I need a light and sound. No. In the camps, I just need a circle. And the circle built from the audience. I ask the audience to, to just to sit whatever they want. Mm. <clears throat> if you remember, if you, I, I remember in one of my performances at, uh, at Jinena, one of the city in Darfur, we have 12,000 audience. Wow. Yes. 
I keep the photo for the university. You can use it. <laughs> <laughs> If one is interested, you can go to the university. And in different places, the minimum audience is 5,000. Because it is open, open air theater, you can call it. It's open place. And all of them part of the performance. They are not only audience. I was keep saying my audience, my audience is my partnership. And it will come to in a moment or at the end of the performance, they will be part of the performance. Because normally we use their tradition songs. They know it by heart. And you can imagine when somebody listens to the songs related to his history, to his cultural mm. and tradition. So they will become part of it. So I believe this is for the For the, for the circle. But I believe in other things that the circle also gives the people the feeling of solidarity. They are in need to be together. I believe in togetherness as a, as a, as, as a concept. And also the circle gives them the power. They are more strong. Also the circle gives them, they are sharing everything. The difficulties and the good things. So the performance can continue five hours. It depends on how they are participating at the end. And it can, we are always, I design, I, I, I write, I compose my performance for 55 minutes or one hour. But I remember in one of our performances in some places in Darfur, it continued for three hours. <laughs> Because the people, uh, com uh, every, every time we stop, they continue. And also it happened to me at La Mama Theater of Broadway in New York. The performance is five, 55 minutes, but when we came to the end, the actors, all of the American people with uh, different people from different countries they are in that festival, we continue for two hours. Wow. Because when we want to stop, you know, because we know using this Sufi drums, that was different sound, it's very, Uh, if you listen, you never stop. You never sit in your chair. It's, uh, it's full of energy and full of uh, spiritual things. And I always, I, I, I believe this music and, and, and drums and, and also the color of the flags, we use it, and the color of the costume, the green and red, the yellow, the blue and black, this is give a very good picture. This is why I always concentrated in building the picture in my performance. I build the picture. The picture near the picture make a scene. The scene near the scene make a big performance. But the, the performance for today, it will never be like the performance for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Every day you have to feel that, yes, you have the skeleton of the performance, you know, the keys. But every day, According to the audience and the reaction of the audience, the actor and the actress, the dancer, the musician, in the Buga, all the artists doing everything. Music, they're playing the music, playing the drums, singing the songs, acting, pantomime, whatever it is. And this is a different role from the, the theater actors on the stage. I, I, I hope you understand what I, uh, what I mean. Here they are open and they can communicate very easy. This is why in the workshop I, I, I concentrate in the communication. 
And this is the, the small step in the lesson of acting, communicate with the, with the actors in the state. But now I ask them to communicate with the audience, not with themselves. With themselves, that was good during the rehearsal, the practice. And I always could, could, uh, I, I, I consider that the rehearsal is a lab, laboratory. The lab, in the lab, we build the scenes and we build our feeling and we build our the way we are going to perform. Mm. So I never call my performance a play and theater. It's a performance. Yes. Okay. Um, what do you see for you in the future? Or in, in general, you've been traveling a lot. Yeah. So you've been using this model in many different places and yeah. with many different people who have um, had different experiences. Where do you see yourself going and Albuga going as well? I think the future is to have another people leading the work, not me. And I think they are ready. They are ready. I have a good assistant. They are ready to, 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 to work. And when they are traveling, in the last two years, I'm not traveling with them. They go at the Buga company and they make their performance. They're leading the work. And the future is to use this way of method or performance in Africa. I would like to concentrate this, this year especially, I would like to concentrate in working very, very, very much in Africa. You know the difficulties. On the other hand, I was planned to, to come to Europe again, but with the group, with the Buga group, because I like the workshop between the Buga and the others. We do this in the States, in New York, in Washington, and New York before. Uh, an actor and actress <coughs> from from a group from the American theater companies with Al-Bug'a, we work in the morning for rehearsal or workshop. At the end, we make a performance. And they can join also our performance. So we exchange the, the things. I like to work among the students. Mm. This is what I did last February in uh, Georgetown University in Washington, D.C., it was good to work uh, with a class and a workshop and performance. So my, my plan now to come back to the university here, to work with the student or graduated with some musician. I will bring 12 of the Buga and we work together for two days and we make two presentations. The main presentation we came with from Khartoum and the new pre presentation, we build it here with the student. So you can imagine how the, it will look like. Mm -hmm. And also, we have a nice place. You see, I saw yesterday a nice empty yard that we can walk outside. <laughs> that yeah. will be good, yes. Great. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to add? No, uh, I'm, I'm so happy that now we are here talking about this activities. When we start, I could imagine from Malakal, from that very... And a difficult place from that during the war, this issue will become like this. And uh, I'm so happy with the respect and the accept of the International Committee for this mission. I call it mission. Uh, and I think that the art, yeah, it, the people said, how can you stop the war in somewhere in, in Africa? I said, we can. <laughs> at least, at least we can do something for that. At least we can teach the people. At least can let them know the difficulties 
And when I go to, when we invite me in Japan, I said, oh, what can I do in Tokyo? They have no problem. What? They have no conflicts. But I learned from them, from the workshop and from the, from the lecture that they, they are thinking about the other outside, which is very good. You know, that's far that, you know, what's going in Darfur, what's going in, in, uh, in different places like uh, Africa. And this is the, the magic of the art, the role of the art in the future. I, I hope I, I can walk. I hope my assistant can take uh, the message and enlarge it. I'm quite sure they are doing more than me because they have the chance to learn more. I didn't find the chance for anything now. Now they, I just start. I, I have the initiative, but somebody in my group is developing, inshallah. Yes. Inshallah, inshallah, yeah. Thank you very much for coming, Dr. Ali Mahdi. And um, hope to hear from your many stories. Inshallah. Very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.